worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, Grant Johnson. Good morning. Here we are. Jimmy should be running in here any second now. See his head bob by the windows we got in the studios. It's always entertaining. Yeah. Oh, he sees the top of his head. (laughs) It's like a shark when you see the fin. (laughs) We should get a fin for him. We should. One of those helmets with the the fin on top. Yeah. 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 All right. Um... Long weekend this weekend. It is, yeah. Yeah, Labor what, Day, what is, long weekend. What is Labor Day? I don't know. Day for everyone who labors to take the day off, I guess. All right, we better come in on Monday. <laughs> Not a uh, day for us. A day of festivities held in honor of working people. Go working class. Yeah. All right. So. It's always a big weekend, though. Last one, kind of the summer, and yeah, everyone goes back to school afterwards. Uh, This is like even the wife and I were talking about after this weekend, taking the trailer back. Oh, yeah. Parking it for the winter. Putting it away for the winter. Putting it away for the winter. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, this head bobbed by. There you go, Jimmy. Good morning, Jimmy. August 31st, 1984, Purple Rain, the movie starring Prince, hit theaters. I remember it being a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. So Purple Rain, the extended version gets us going this morning. The Locker Room News. Two people, Curtis Quigley and Kathleen Treadgold, both 56 years old, are facing 80 charges after police say they ran a $7.8 million Ponzi scheme for 12 years out of Edmonton and Kelowna. Um, the pair are accused of guaranteed, guaranteeing to real estate investors that they would see a return on their investment, and it was all just one big Ponzi scheme. Uh, it was run under the name Group Venture, and investigators mm. believe that there may be more victims Jimmy? in it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said something like that, I'm like, both Grant and I looked at you as soon as he said more victims. <laughs> Maybe I'm more like, people yeah, invested. So I've, I've never invested in real estate. Putting all that uh, wrestling money into real estate. Oh, my God. It um, is funny, though, that every time we have any kind of a... Especially with a name like Group Venture. Yeah, that just sounds like something Jimmy would buy into. Hmm, group Venture. Amway. Group Venture. <laughs> yes, I'm sick of my day-to-day life. <laughs> I do want to be my own badass boss. <laughs> I'm, I wasn't to one of their meetings, but I was at one that's similar. That's similar kind to, of, I'm but, trying to remember but Trump, what uh, Trump was endorsing one of them. I can't remember. No, uh, that was no, that was no. a, that's Trump. Yeah, he's he's legit. <laughs> he would never steer you wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what a Ponzi scheme is. Again. So it's, it's not like, always real estate, right? No, but it's like okay, hey, Lachlan, invest with me. 
I guarantee you a return. So you give me money, and then I give your money to Jimmy because he's previously invested. So it's like you just cycle the money around. You get more investors, and then instead of there was no actual real estate in returns, they're just using other people's money to pay people. So that it had doesn't invested. always have to be real estate. It could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Because that guy that um, stock markets, the stock yeah. market guy Murdoch or yeah. Mur- what was his name again? Uh, yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Madoff, Mur- um, Bernie Madoff. Yes, Bernie yeah, Madoff. Yeah. Madoff. Yes. Yeah, that was the largest now. Ponzi scheme in like history. Yeah, and he had, he had sixty-five billion dollars. Yes, it was it was a ton <laughs> of money, and he was doing it forever, mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And that was yeah. He promised investors high returns in exchange for their investments, but and he never he just actually gets, invested the money. Yeah, it's like I tell Jimmy, hey, I'll get you a return on this money. I just get you to invest, and I hand some of your money to him. I keep some of it. And it's just and, a circle. And some of the uh, some of the Ponzi schemes, like especially the real Sounds estate like ones, banking. <laughs> but some of, but some of the real estate ones, they don't even have. Some of them don't even have property. Uh, they just. Uh, give you a picture and go yeah that's what you're investing in and there's not anything there man the balls on people eh? (laughs) yeah yeah the locker room so we found this thing about the type of foreplay that gets you get you going Uh, based on your zodiac sign yeah so they broke down every zodiac sign they said this is what this is like leo's you like this cancers you like this and that's how they judged it, yeah. So we're going to read each other. Well, we'll read our own, okay? okay? It's funny because I went through the, the list and I grabbed ours, and I yeah. didn't even need to text you guys to find out what Zodiac sign you, knew, you were because hey? I already knew, which which <laughs> well, I got to be honest, embarrassed me a touch. It's because you were doing rituals with the blue moon last night and using our <laughs> Zodiac signs to bless us. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so I'm a January baby. I'm Aquarius. And this is the type of foreplay that gets old locker going based on a Zodiac (laughs) sign. Aquarius rules technology and cerebral water bearers are into the novel, the taboo and the experimental. Be it a cutting edge sexy toy or an unexpected intimacy strategy, this lot will be the first in line to hump alien life forms. (laughs) Attend an AI sex party, <laughs> or similarly cross any other bold frontier. An example of a tech-heavy turn-on can be found in the reported kink of quadruple, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, this is not me. So, but you are really into aliens, and you're fascinated by AI. Okay, I would hump an alien, but <laughs> see, I wouldn't bring toys into the bedroom with me. <laughs> Maybe you're not being true to your true self, and you need to get some more state-of-the-art gear in the bedroom. Okay, Grant, you're up next. You're Taurus. So this is the uh, how we like to do our foreplay based on our zodiac signs. I'm yeah. a Taurus. The the type of foreplay that gets gets your engines rolling. Yeah, this is here. what we really are into. What we really like. Um, so Taurus is the haughty horn dog of the zodiac. <laughs> Bad and bougie, they want multiple orgasms with minimal effort in plush environs. 
I have never met a Taurus who would turn down a rub down with fancy body oil, huh. nor have I ever known one not to put out after a massage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short walk from the shoulder to the genitals, folks. <laughs> and a ride the bowl contingent is always ready to take. <laughs> I do like a good massage. <laughs> Is this you? And the oils smell nice. <laughs> I guess so. This is Grant. We got Grant nailed. Oh, very funny. Okay, Jimmy's up next, and uh, he's Scorpio. So things are going to get weird. This is what you're into for foreplay. This is what gets your motor going. All right. So we've done ours, and now it's Jimmy's turn. Scorpio, in terms of physical body, uh, Scorpio res- uh, rules the genitalia. <laughs> A fact that feeds into their enduring reputation of sexual sexual savants. That's what we say about you, yeah. sexual savants. Yeah, Scorpios take nothing lightly and does nothing casual, That's true. least of all sex. Scorpios uh, lord over the eight houses of sex, death, and secrets. It's getting dark. As a result, <laughs> have no fear of literal or metaphorical dark and may prefer it. Jimmy does it with the lights off. Yeah. Being blindfolded or blindfolding their lover creates heightened state of imagination, anticipation, and surrender, and gets them hot and bothered. That's you. That's me. If um, if you were to hook up with some some lady and she blindfolded you, it would yeah. I mean, you're already blind, but it would be <laughs> and she would be able to see uh, shapes anymore. And they're I don't cra- know if you need to continue. No, we're good. No, this we're says good. it all right here. You know, they're crap at a relationship, but amazing in bed. I don't remember the first and last time I did it because, like, my brain shut off, but <laughs> you were wasted. That's where uh, we have something in common. <laughs> we both black out. <laughs> I remember I was there. All right, there you go. Um, we're not doing any other signs. No, I think, I think don't we'll, send yours I in. I think we'll move on. And now, the locker room presents... Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. The Ahsoka series actually uh, brought in 1.2 million. They were in 1.2 million households for the premiere. Uh, The only other of the Star Wars series that beat it was the premiere of Obi-Wan. And that was 2.4. But... So and it, the audience score is is still quite high. Like the uh, like the tomato score is I think eighty nine Rotten Tomato and audience is seventy seven. You know what's interesting because we were saying that she is Japanese and I and then you got sort of annoyed with us about it. But well, I Japanese, legit, I'm like, like it's Osako Tano. Like yeah, I legit thought so. And you were telling me that. Mac brought it up. My wife was like, I said, oh, I watched this Star Wars this morning. She said, that's the Japanese one. I was like, oh, that's just a joke. And she's like, but it's actually Japanese, right? Like Osako Tano. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ahsoka. Not a, There's no O at the end. It's Ahsoka. It sounds very Japanese. Uh, it, it sounds... But you also... Obi-Wan is it's Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. But it's not one. That it's makes one. sense. Right? Anyway... So she's not... Then yesterday you said there was an element of Japanese sword fighting in the show. Because one of the most common 
styles of swordplay is Japanese swordplay. So they're actually some of their training techniques and some of the stuff is Japanese. So, so they're actually, leaning into look at, the fact yeah, I, that other people are thinking. I it. just found this article. Uh, Sako Tano facts Star Wars fans know about. And it says her design draws influence from Japanese pop culture. It's all... Yeah. That's what I, th- I... I don't understand why you're pushing back on it. it. It seemed like... I didn't think we were making fun at all. I thought it, legit that this was a character based on Japanese culture. In addition to the culture. tweaks to her name, her development improved some designs um, from Japanese culture. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Am I going to enjoy this? Because I'm probably going to end up watching it. And Grant said you have watched, to be a serious nerd I, to appreciate um, it. I watched the first episode. Um, the, the it was thing, okay, but it was the, very the thing nerdy. Is, uh, the thing is, is it's kind of like what he said. They bringing they're bringing in a lot of the nerdy characters, but they're doing it well enough in the three episodes I've watched so far that you learn about the characters. Okay. So you don't need to. They delve into their past. Yeah, I only watched stuff. the one so far. I'll watch the others, but in the first one, there was a bunch of characters where I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm going to probably wait a bit for... Well, you can watch all the Jedi Jimmy podcasts first and then watch... Speaking of that, the I Jedi Jimmy that. podcast dealing with episode three comes out tomorrow. Okay, there you go, everybody. You can subscribe to the Locker Room YouTube page <laughs> to make sure you don't miss that. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Burger King is getting sued because of the size of the Whopper. Yeah, so there are class action lawsuits against actually um, Burger King, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's in the States. And each suit was filed on behalf of dissatisfied customers who say the menu items look bigger and better in marketing than they actually are. They always do. They always do. I remember That's every restaurant. I remember way back in the day. Remember like Street Sense? Jonathan Torrance. I think it was a segment on Street Sense where. Oh, okay, yeah. He was talking. They were talking about um, um, advertising of food, and I remember learning then that they actually, um, when they took pictures of the food at like McDonald's, it's actually all cold because it looks bigger and better when it's cold. Okay, I, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I remember learning that, and they and also spray it with stuff to make it look more yeah, colorful. Yeah, it's a whole like. You can't eat the it's a whole stuff business to take a picture. Because yeah. the whole reason why it looks looks better cold is because the hot of the meat makes the vegetable shrink, right? Like makes your lettuce wilt a bit. Oh, your lettuce. okay. So that's why it looks so that much makes bigger. sense. So, that makes sense. Yeah, but you know what they should do? They should shoot Jimmy for all these shoots with his, <laughs> with his little, little tiny hands. <laughs> actually, the Whopper is huge. The Whopper is actually a nice size burger. It's not. Small. Jimmy or Trump? <laughs> Jimmy and Trump. Why is Trump in that hand, hand models for fast food places? Um, yeah, so I so, could barely hold on to a Whopper. Burger King's the first one to have to go to court for this, so uh, they're there now. Um, the Whopper, obviously, for Taco Bell, it's the Crunchwrap Supreme, and they okay. showed pictures of. Here's the advertisement. Here's what it actually looked like. Okay. Um, the um, Baconator, I think, is on there as well. Um, so yeah. yeah, the Baconator in the ads always looks massive, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is a hefty burger. It's but... all about angles, everybody. <laughs> angles and whose hand is holding it. <laughs> Maybe they want to I... trim the lettuce back a bit. So I have noticed myself... And, and I don't know if this was like, okay, when I was a kid, this seemed bigger. Mm-hmm. But I have had an 
I have had a burger at a couple of spots where I was like, this doesn't seem as big as it used to be. Shrinkflation. But so I think I think they are doing something. Kind of like the subway. Remember when they got in trouble because their sub wasn't twelve inches? It was, it was only eleven or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. lied about that extra inch. Yeah. <laughs> That never happens. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. So I remember this being a rumor, Grant. Do you remember hearing this about Hugh? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, Jimmy brought it up in that old best of that we were talking about. Yeah. That we just played. Sorry. And I think um, that's a thing. If you take too much Viagra, it can impact your hearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I, I've heard that, too. So, um, yeah. Why Hugh, is that funny to me? Hugh Hefner's uh, widow, Crystal Hefner, um, claims he took so much Viagra, he went deaf in one ear before he died. Um, she's got a book coming out say, um, called Only Say Good Things, and she gives a lot of details about them. Um, and, yeah, he, he, I guess he went deaf in one ear. <laughs> and he said, Hef always said he'd rather be deaf and still be able to have sex. So he'd choose having sex over hearing. Uh, <laughs> kind of on his side. I guess he was popping those things like Tic Tacs. Yeah. Those Viagra stuff. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Locke. Yeah. How long have you been deaf? I don't take Viagra. I never uh, I don't have like performance enhancing drugs. I um I, we took it that one time and it was on a, a previous radio station and we took it for for a bit. And that's the only time I've ever taken it. Yeah? And you're I swear and, I swear. and your hearing has never been the I, same. No, dude, I have awful hearing. I but that <laughs> that has something to do with I don't know, maybe wearing headphones for the last twenty five yeah, years. Build up way, of wax, way, way too, too loud. No, headphones. Ear candling works, I'm telling you. <laughs> so would you take this? If you started like would you if stop was, taking it if you if you had started to lose your hearing? If you were ninety one you're expected to lose your hearing anyways. So, right? So, you might as well take them. Keep the boners coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, this I'm on I'm on use <laughs> side here. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. That's Jimmy? why I have such great hearing because I've n- never used it. Well, I think you also have a unbelievable sense of hearing because I'm of, blind. Yes. Yeah, because you're like uh, um, you've lost all your other senses. That's that's a thing. Except <laughs> he my can sense see of humor. shapes, but but we can hear you can hear you can hear people in the next room. Exactly. Welcome to the locker room. All right, we've got the celebrity death pool round twenty one to get to today. We're making our picks. I'll go through the rules quickly just to refresh everybody. First pick is a keeper pick from your own list. Second pick, someone under 60. The third and fourth picks are open. And then a fifth pick is a listener pick. So 780-989-0957. Who would you put on your celebrity death pool? Because as soon as we get into um, get out of this, we'll be going to the text line to, yeah. to grab our picks. Because I won round 20 with Bob Barker. I get to pick first, and then Jimmy won previously last time, yeah, so that. he's second, and then Grant is third. Our wager this time around is an exercise one. The two losers have to do 100 push-ups a day for a month, and they don't have to be all at once. You can do them. You can break it up through the course of the day. All right, so I'm going to go back to my list, and I'm going to... Can I do this? Yeah. I don't want to pick somebody off my list. Okay. I don't like anybody on so my list right now. So you don't want to use a keeper pick. 
Yeah. Can I just jump into the picks? Uh, I don't know. No, I think you have to keep you have to keep someone. It's a we've rule. We've never discussed that's, that. Yeah, that's I, that's a rule. That's one that's that we've had. Given you a heads up on us if you get to pick someone new off of. Yeah, you have to take someone. No, you have list. to keep someone. Yeah, you can't because or else you're going to steal something on our like our keeper someone that list. We might want to pick. You might take someone that we want to keep. All right. Because they're sore losers, is what I think. <laughs> no, okay, you're, you're just me- cheating. I'll, I'll keep Mel Brooks then. Okay. All right. Jimmy? Bob, Bob Newhart is my keeper. Yeah, and I'm obviously going to keep Jimmy Carter. Okay. Of course. <laughs> We're going to be doing a round eventually next he week. Mi- eventually he might die. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with my first pick, um, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Interesting. Keeps freezing up in his speeches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They keep asking him questions, and he just huh, huh. Yeah. They keep here. rolling him out there, though. <laughs> My under sixty is a new one. Uh, we've none well, of hold us on. Was picked. I supposed to do an under sixty there? That's... Oh, d- yeah. No, no. Hold on. Oh, you're really trying to change this all. Yeah, up, you're right? just damn it. Okay, because um, you've won twice in a row, so now you're trying to cheat to keep so on under winning. sixty. You're still going to get him because you get the first pick. Okay, it's not under sixty, all right. right? I'll so. go with R. Kelly as my first. As my under sixty good pick. choice, good choice, yeah. Yeah, in jail. Uh, my under sixty is Christina Applegate. Okay, okay, and I'm gonna stick with um, I'm gonna stick with Bam. Bam, Jarrah. Bam. Okay, um, and I've got Mitch McConnell. So Jimmy, your third pick, Bruce Willis. <sighs> he always has like one on that is like. Yeah, Ugh. I'm surprised he didn't take Michael J. Fox again. <laughs> Grant, who's your third pick? My third pick is going to be Ron Jeremy. Okay, all right. You're sticking to your list pretty he's, pretty strong. He's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, my fourth pick is going to be... I'm having a hard time here because I could go really old or who's somebody who I want to die. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if he did pass away. Jimmy Swaggart. I don't know who that is. He's the preacher guy. Jimmy Swaggart. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. I don't think How you can choose Jimmy Swaggart. How have you not heard of Jimmy Swaggart? I don't, I've looked the, him up. He the crying, sweating guy? He's a meme. Huh. Are you guys making I, me take some... That's a rule. If you two don't know who he is... Okay, I looked him up. I do recognize him. Okay, so yeah. can I have him? Um, we need some new blood into this thing, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. And right. it's kind of ironic you said that, and he has blood cancer. Yeah, I wonder uh, why you chose him. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> Google these obscure people and then it's put them not, on your list. Jimmy Swaggart is not obscure. I can't believe you don't know who he is. I do now. It's just, it was, yeah. All right. Okay. And so it's... <sighs> I'm doing Michael J. Fox. Oh my God, Jimmy, your list is awful. <laughs> Grant, your final, po- your fourth pick before we go to the fifth pick, listener picks. Uh, Ted Turner. Okay. I'm gonna keep him Ted, on my list. Ted's a good pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now we get again. We need a listener pick. All three of us get to go to the text line seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Locker room. All right, we're doing our celebrity death pool. Our pick five is a listener pick, 780-989-0957 if you're ever trying to reach the show. I'm going to grab Chris's pick. He was on my list. Didn't get to him, though. Clint Eastwood. 
Yeah, I've had him before. Yeah, he's disappeared recently and has Mm -hmm. stopped working. So I'm wondering if there's something going on there. He's a pretty private guy, though, so we may never hear (laughs) what happened. There's a story 11 hours ago. Has Clint Eastwood passed away? (laughs) (laughs) It was a fake story being circulated. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy? Uh, I'm taking Serena's... uh, Pick and it's uh, Shannon Doherty. You pick her every round. Yeah, yeah. I've had her yeah, for. You're a going last to hell. She's, in, your she's in Italy right now, vacationing. She's doing okay. She's yeah. fine. Um, I am gonna do uh, Eddie's pick, and I've had this guy before, David Attenborough. He's the guy that does all the like, Planet Earth, Planet Earth best voiceovers. Yeah, isn't he like late nineties too? He's very old. Yeah. All right, there we go. Round twenty-one. The picks are done. 97. Good luck, boys. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Can we make it illegal to print these types of stories right now? It's the last day of August. I'm here trying to enjoy it. I'm clinging on to summer. I don't need to see this. The Farmer's Almanac is predicting that a winter whiteout is headed Canada's way with tons of snow all over Canada and extremely cold weather all winter in Alberta. Listen, I know summer is ending. I'm not dumb. I can see the leaves changing color. I feel how cold it's getting at night. But I don't need the Farmer's Almanac rummaging in my face. Honestly, what kind of miserable person is running that thing? You couldn't hold off telling us how depressed we're about to be for a few more weeks? Tell us. Also, it's the Farmer's Almanac. You could lie to us if you wanted. Tell us it's going to be a warm, balmy winter. No one is going to hold you accountable if you're wrong. Just tell us what we want to hear. It's August 31st. I wasn't really ready for my seasonal depression to kick in yet, but maybe we could look at it as a reminder to enjoy what we have now. When it's hot out today and you're sweating, just remember the Farmer's Almanac says it's going to be an awful winter, so don't take today for granted. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. It's your last day to save 20% with the Hooked on Phonics promo code. Text us now to get the link to do your shopping. Welcome to the locker room. What's up with Health Canada? They seem to have a bit of a hate on for the energy drinks right now. Yeah, it started out with that Prime one, um, Logan Paul's one, which wasn't even supposed to be in Canada. Um, but they're upset about the labeling of them right now. Okay. So they've recalled like 30 energy drinks, and they say the lebel- the the labeling wasn't accurate, like it was kind of lying about how much caffeine was in it. Um, so that's the big issue right now. There's like 30 of them. They're they're recalling, so you yeah. can't you can't buy them. They say yeah, caffeine content, labeling requirements, um, and they haven't had any illnesses or anything. But they've required all the uh, or uh, recalled a bunch of these. Monster was one of them that was recalled. Um, that's a popular one, obviously. Prime was recalled. So my guess um, is they probably make it the way they make it, and then they just put different labels on it and ship it to Canada. <laughs> is that what's happening? I guess so. <laughs> there are a lot of energy drinks. I don't know where you buy these because 
I, I, I know like Monster, Rockstar, Red Bull. There's one called Red Rain that I know of. Red Rain, I've seen. Kind yeah. of a knockoff of Red What's Bull. What's the one? The one but some of these are like Bob the, Ross. The Bob Ross one makes me laugh because it's the, the painter. There's one that's literally just called Cocaine. <laughs> like there's Dragon Ball Z. Liquid Rage. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I when that I, one. I thought when that was I Monster. have multiple wrestling shows in a weekend or something like that. Oh. I usually... But all, Slam the, a all Red those Bull. guys are always wandering around They're with one of those energy, on, yeah. Yeah. energy drinks. Massive always has the yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sting, <laughs> Toxic Rick, <laughs> Rays. A lot of these, too, were... Um, they got recalled because they didn't have French labeling. Oh, okay. Which is obviously a requirement here. The so. thing is, like, it's kind of stupid that they do this now. Because mm-hmm. um, you can go... Like, we talked about this... Last week, when when they recalled one, yeah. because it had like four times the level of caffeine in it <laughs> uh, that you're supposed to in Canada, you just go online and you can buy this stuff just and get it shipped them. to your house if you're that big of a fan of Bang. <laughs> <laughs> if you really need <laughs> one, I that's fairly really new that I see Twitch. everywhere. I've never tried it because they always mention the recall. Is that Prime? I've but like, are you seeing the? Uh, the energy drink or the hydration drink because there's two. Oh, I've so the one the, you're probably seeing is like the Gatorade version of it. Yeah, yeah. There's two of the two different kind of. Yeah. I'm still mad at Health Canada for uh, for stopping the production of Jolt. Remember <laughs> that, that stuff? Was oh, you can great. find that. I've seen it in some Seven Eleven. Yeah, but it's really? not like they used no, to make. It, like used, it used to be like it used to hold a spoon up. We need some four locos. <laughs> used to drink. Two of those a night at youth group. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Things got crazy. (laughs) The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Okay, we're calling Stacy Arden Roof Systems Roof Giveaway. Today is the last day to hit the webpage and pick your favorite story. There's five up there, Stacy. Yes, sir. And the votes are piling in. We have some awesome uh, voter participation this year. Nice. We had a couple of hiccups a couple of days ago to keep the actual site up and running with all the traffic that was coming in. Nice. So yeah. I apologize in advance for any uh, anybody that tried to vote and was delayed, but everything is running perfectly now. Yeah, we've all voted here on the show, and we had no problems. So everything seems to be running smoothly now. And and again, the webpage is Arden Roof Systems. You can just Google Arden Roof Systems, and they're right up on the main page. Or you can get there by going to 957cruisefm.ca. And then tomorrow, we're announcing the winner. So today's your last day to vote on, on, the, uh, on the five uh, finalists. And I've already reached out to the five finalists, got their uh, the, the best phone number to contact. Uh, so as soon as we know first thing in the morning who our winner is, you'll have that information to be able to make that call. Stacy, we do this thing yes. called the Locker Room Celebrity Death Pool. And <laughs> we have wagers. And the wagers are supposed to be painful because we're betting on people dying, which is an awful thing to do. So the latest round, round 21, is the two losers have to do 100 push-ups a day for an entire month month when we asked for suggestions somebody suggested that we have to work at arden roof systems for a day <laughs> <laughs> moving shingles around yeah. and- i would stick to the push-ups guys because <laughs> <laughs> you know one of us is falling off a roof <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Bounce it around as as a possibility. Think about it. You may not want well, two of us. Well, we still got to get you guys through that obstacle course that you want to set up in my shop and see who's actually the better handyman. The reason why we've kind of let that go is because it's obvious. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you tried to fix your roof, you, uh, roof, you ripped it's off your eavesdropping. It. It's No, the roof is fixed. He's still fixing it. Stacy's been to that house like four times. <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed. Stacy, thank you it's for this. It's funny how they keep bringing that up, eh, Locker? I know. They keep bringing up <laughs> my attempt to fix my own roof. I don't do that anymore. We'll look forward to uh, talking to that winner tomorrow. That's always one of our favorite things to do here on the show. Pretty excited about it. Thanks again for the support, guys. All right. Take care, my friend. Take care. And again, one last time. The nominations are up. We need you to vote on who do you think is the most deserving story and go to 957cruisefm.ca or just go to the Arden Roof Systems webpage to vote. The Locker Room News. A state of emergency in the Northwest Territories has been extended to September 11th. Um, Premier Caroline Cochran says she understands the frustrations of those who were forced from their homes. Officials said earlier this week, the fire near Yellowknife is being held, but it's still not safe to go home. This is all on uh, the heels of um, what they're saying is uh, Mounties are saying a group of people they learned about are planning to re-enter re-enter the territory oh, they're going in home. a convoy. Oh, okay. There was about 50 vehicles from Alberta, and they said they're not going to step at the checkpoints and stuff, so they're saying, hey, hold on, it's not safe <sighs> yet. Um, we'll let you know when you can go. And, and she said, obviously, we know you're frustrated, but it's, we're not doing this like... We're not the enemy here, is what she's saying. It's, you're home, you're like, There's fire. Um, nearly 70% of the territory's population, including 20,000 people from Yellowknife, were evacuated. Thankfully, the strip club is still open, though. Still open. Oh, yeah. good news. Yeah, though, good that news. strip club is still open there. So, Yeah, I don't know. I've sort of reached a point where I'm like, ah, uh, let them. Yeah. You, do but you, then you do have you to know? be like, we're not coming to save you. Yeah, you have to... And that's the horrible part about it. Because right? it's I like, think, oh, we can let them. But then if somebody has to risk their lives to go save people, that's that, worse. No, that you don't do that. that that's, so you have to like sign a waiver. You can go, but we're not but, helping you at all. Yeah. We're yeah, not coming kinda, to your aid. I'm kind of at that that point. I, I could get, see them. I, don't, I get I, the I, frustration. I do that. I get I'm with you. Hey, you want to go home? Okay. You have to stay in your house. Like, don't get in our way while we're trying to do our thing. Um, and yeah. we're not coming to save you. You're on your own. It sounds awful. It really does. But when you, especially when you say it I out loud. I think that's what these people would want. Right? The, the thing is, is uh, you know, understandably, these people are frustrated. They want to be home. No, I get it. I get it. But then how do you handle if they die? Is everyone going to be mad that they didn't get stopped? No. What do you mean? Like, So they... You let them through. You're like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like, if you if you if you're not going to listen to us and stay out of there, um, then go. Yeah. Now they all die. They signed a waiver. But but does the world go? Oh my God! What were you doing? Why did you let them back? That's no. The- I think because I think when you see these stories down in the states with people staying behind. When people die because they didn't leave because a hurricane was coming, I don't think anyone's like, oh, we're all like, you idiot! Why didn't you leave? Right, our but reaction I, is I usually. Think, 
in a situation like this is kind of the same, but I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, if you don't let them in, you're infringing upon their rights to stay in their house, and if you let them in and they die, then you're screwed. Because I think that's what public officials are worried about. If if we've created this rule and it's it and we're trying to enforce it and it's supposed to apply to everyone, right? Um, if we let them back in and they die, does everyone turn on us? Yeah, but right? if you don't let them in, then people are going to turn on you for infringing upon their rights to stay in their own home. I'm sort of I'm I'm back on board the now that we've like we're flushing we've it out, worked it out. Yeah, yeah, let them go. Yeah. I just, I, I think we just got to... Like I say, you let them go and you tell them, we're not helping you. If you want to be there, you can be there, but we're not going to no, risk our lives. You can't send anybody in to save them. Yeah. That, like that we're not has, risking our people. No, you can't. Yeah. The, the military, firefighters, like, you know, it, you are on your own. If you get trapped and surrounded by fire, that that's on you, I think. It, it, hmm. Happy Thursday. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. I would buy tickets on this on this airplane. <laughs> <laughs> An adults-only airline is uh, the first of its kind. It's coming in uh, Europe, I believe. Yeah, obviously, Europe. It's always Europe. So they have an adults-only section. Turkish. Turkish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So they're, they're keeping kids off. So you pay a little less. It's just a section of the plane. So it's like how first class, you know, you pull the curtain. Okay. Kind of like that. So it'll be, you know, the back of the plane or whatever it is. I was thinking about this. I was like, yeah, I get it. Um, Kids are kind of an easy target for flights. But the worst people I've ever encountered on a plane are not kids. It's adults acting like kids. It's adults that smell like actual death. Yeah. Like that one guy, remember... yeah, trip uh, we don't from need to Jamaica. talk about that. The guy on the way back from Antigua was the oh, worst Antigua. smelling individual oh I've ever God. seen. They were actually handing out masks to people sitting near him to try to block and the smell. Some people were moving. Yeah, they banned him from uh, from flying on that that airline. See, those are that. the worst people. I, um, a friend of mine just came back from Halifax, and on her plane, it was she had to sit on the tarmac for 45 minutes when they landed because they had to come in and arrest a man and his girlfriend because they wouldn't stop vaping on the plane. Oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah. I've seen some things, but I haven't seen... They, they tried to claim that they accidentally hit the button and it released a cloud of vapor through the plane. But they were just, like, hauling off on Obviously, it. yeah, that doesn't happen. You no. have to be... So, you know, adults are just as bad as kids. Yeah, I I always end up sitting next to the the crying baby though. Do you? Yeah, I've yeah. never had that experience. And we've talked about this before. Everybody knows my thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, drug them. Yes, you're supposed to drug them. <laughs> I was drugged constantly as a child, mm-hmm. and I'm fine. Yeah, you turned out awesome. Yeah, you're, you should you're, be a <laughs> real example. <laughs> you want your kids uh, to turn out like lockers? And by the way, one grab all is just not enough. If you want to knock that kid out, give him a handful. <laughs> Study King Grant Johnson. So this one is saying that beer goggles are a myth, um, but booze does give you liquid courage to talk to hot people. So they're saying the whole beer goggles thing, that old thing that we all grew up learning about where... You have a couple drinks and people start to look more attractive to you. Um, that's not really a thing. I think it could be like maybe your um, would it be inhibitions? Your yeah. your standards get lower. 
but people don't actually look hotter um, to you because of booze. And you're also, uh. yeah, they said uh, 1.7 times more likely to try to approach someone they found especially attractive with booze. Um, so it just gives people courage. That one's a no-brainer. I think everyone knows that, I, right? That makes sense. Yeah. That's Jimmy. Jimmy needs <laughs> like a couple of drinks in him to approach a like a woman, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like a lot of the time, I have to be a couple beers in to even strip. <laughs> wow, <laughs> but I disagree. I think. <laughs> Listen. I don't know how they did this study, but they, something so went wrong. So what they wrong. did is they sat people down, they gave them a stack of pictures or whatever, and they said, rate their attractiveness. So they did that sober, and then they did it again drunk, and it didn't change. The ratings didn't really change at all, is how they did it. Okay. Yeah. But now, take the pictures out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not an attractive thing. Now... What about the odds of you taking that person home? See, I think that's just a standards thing. It's not a, You're not more yeah, attracted you're, to them. You're just more willing to lower the bar. Come on, potato, <laughs> potato. I think there's a difference. Yeah, I think Grant's that's right. There is goggles. a bit. Of, no, it's a. Uh, yeah, you. And this, you know what? I think beer goggles is even more so for women. Like, honestly, I think that. Sure, men can make fun of this, and this is like this is mm-hmm. a trope about going to the bars with the boys. Uh, but it's I think women are more susceptible to beer goggles than men. Again, I've seen, I think it's, I've a, been, I think it's, it's a lower standards thing, not yeah, finding it's them not more that attractive. You're better looking. It's I've seen people take other people home from the bar, and they know that they're not attracted. To, like they're like, I hope no one sees me on the way out. <laughs> So they don't have beer goggles. They're not going like, hey, everybody, check this out. Look who I'm leaving with. They're like, let's get in the cab. <laughs> Quick. Because cause that's the Put thing. Put this like, over your head. Right? So, beer- a, lot of, a lot of people do dumber stuff when they're drunk. and it's, uh, so it's Yes, not, of course. But I'm just but saying. But it's kind of the same that's thing. That's the point. The point of beer goggles is, right? Beer You're goggles not better it's looking. It's 1 o'clock in the just- morning. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I've had six drinks. All of a sudden, she or he is looking a little bit better, and the They're, possibilities of me going home with them are. Fu- but when you wake up in the morning and you have a little gander over, you go, "What did I do?" See what we're That's saying beer is beer goggles. What we're saying is no, because beer goggles is they actually look more attractive to you. What we're saying is they never actually look more attractive. You're just more willing. You're you're to, just like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. I don't know. I still I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I still see think your definition that's beer. of beer goggles is different than ours. That's I'm, what we're we're dealing with. I like. I think they they screwed up this <laughs> this study. I truly believe they messed this up. <laughs> beer goggles is real. We got a couple of texts. So our beer goggles real. Um, we kind of have different definitions of beer goggles on the show, but. Uh, Dean says he's with you on this one. Um, Steven says it's not beer goggles. You're just more horny. Um, <laughs> Big Dan Redwater says I've never uh, gone to bed with an ugly girl, but I've woken up with some. See? See, that's what I'm But it's just they don't about. remember. And honestly, I swear to God, there's probably more women um, that regret the decision they made the night but before it's not in the they next looked attractive y- to you that's yeah. what we're saying it's just that you were more willing to no, go home with no, someone you're not do. attracted to they do to. look better 
Christy said so, beer goggles are not real. It's just an excuse to your buddies when your buddies are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you took her home. And you can go, I thought she looked better last night. And Oh, another classic thing, case of women, beer goggles. Women do that. He looked way better. I'm now for Jimmy's birthday corner on the locker room. This should be good. I love when we get special requests from listeners. People love uh, it. People love the birthday corner and acknowledging the special people in their life. And Candace would like to wish a happy twelfth uh, birthday to her dog, uh, Dakota. Uh, She's uh, kind of concerned. He's getting sick, so he may only have a couple of birthdays 12 left. Twelve years old. Twelve years. That's eighty-four in dog years. I'm gonna put He's my a, foot down on birthday corners for dogs. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, we've we've done. I'm not gonna lie. I like, I looked at the picture she sent of her puppy, and it made me pretty sad because it's a golden retriever. And he's got the white face, and he's so old. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't think I'll ever be able you to know, be ready for that day. We've wished happy birthday to, uh, you know, uh, Scuba's cat, Koopy. You know, it's, Scuba it, doesn't have a cat. He was being a dick. <laughs> still. It, still. It's important. Welcome to the locker room. Monster Pro Wrestling. MPW Friday, Friday, Friday at the Upper Avenue Community Hall. Bring it on Mountain Dew. And come to a, coming to a rodeo near you. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. So you heard about our Smith show. <laughs> I said to Jimmy, I can't believe you didn't tell me it's at a rodeo. And he goes, why would I tell you guys that? Because he doesn't think it's weird. And as soon as we saw it, we both burst out laughing, Grant and I. He's <laughs> picturing you guys I, all in your ring- Wranglers and cowboy yeah. hats wrestling. No, I'm picturing that crew walking into a rodeo. <laughs> 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 Not one cowboy hat. Every head will be on top of us. I just hope they don't set up the ring around the bowls or anything. By the way, we came up with the best wrestling name ever. This, hands down, without question, if somebody doesn't do this, you have all failed in the wrestling world. <laughs> Okay, you have to name somebody, and I think it should be Jimmy when he changes. What do you change your character again? No, I'm still Giant Jim. I think you. I think you should start calling him Explosive Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna win every match, massive. You know, that's a that, that's a story in itself. That's a story in itself. I don't know if I want to get into it today, but (laughs) oh, hold on. Is no, there a no? There's not, a diarrhea story. Not uh, with Monster well, Pro Wrestling. I mean, I mean, there's lots of of stories about stuff like that in in wrestling in general. But you know, because I love you, Locke. On Sunday, we had the Italian Festival. It was the first time they've had it in three or four years. Yeah, and uh, our heavyweight champion Blake Cannon was in there wrestling the mighty Casey, and a big bump hit. And you could see the funny look on his face. You could just see it in the <laughs> ring. And when we got back, you could see him walking funny out of the ring. And sure enough, he got to the back, and I'm like, are you okay? He goes, I think I shit my face. <laughs> 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 it, it does happen. All right, well, you need to change his name. <laughs> he can give this show credit uh, moving I, I, forward. I like it. I, I, I think I'm going to have you like special guest host. 
luck, and then you can explain that story to our fans. Okay. And you can tell everybody. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ring. Explosive diarrhea. (laughs) Who wants to challenge him? I like it. (laughs) There are no challengers. I like it. All right. Now, tomorrow night, you guys got Rude Awakenings. And um, and then you're going on the road. You guys are yeah. you're going up to Fort Mac. Yeah, we're in Fort Mac on, on Saturday. Fort Mac Saturday, and we got the Smith Rodeo on Sunday. It's Labor Day weekend. So it's supposed to be a big, big event. So we're really hoping we'll do good there. There's probably not a lot to do there on a on a, a Sunday afternoon. And then uh, you guys will find something. Crowd, so. yeah. Well, I'm just saying there's a big crowd there, so it's a good you know good time to promote. A wrestling event because literally at seven thirty everything's done. And you and well, Jim people leave, but people will stay and watch wrestling too. Or people have a long journey. Why not come watch wrestling? Have a few beers. I notice you and Jimmy are the same height on the poster too. <laughs> Promoting that one. <laughs> Jimmy grows every once in a while. It's yeah, funny. you got to put gotta Jimmy on up. the poster as six foot three, two hundred fifteen pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like Donald Trump. Well, you're you're close. I think. Three foot three, three hundred and fifty pounds. Hey, really accurate. <laughs> All right, tried to lift them. Let's let's uh, let's sign off here with the ticket giveaway. So text in explosive diarrhea to seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven for a pair of tickets for the Edmonton Monster Pro Wrestling tomorrow night. Massive. Thank you for your time, my friend. You have a good show thanks, tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks, Jimmy, and thanks, Grant. We'll hope to see everybody there. Sounds good. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.